0: We've got a literal sleep paralysis demon. Today I'm talking about Mara. This is Scott's Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I'm talking about a horror movie called Mara. It came out in 2018, and I think it has a great hook, even if the follow-through isn't great. So, wanted to talk about it. So, without further ado, let's get started. There are very specific human experiences that are perfect for horror movies. If you've ever been alone in an abandoned parking lot or seen something move in the dark, you're already primed for a slasher villain. Or perhaps you've had a dream so terrifying that the idea of being stuck in it until you're dead made Freddy Krueger your worst nightmare. In that vein, we have Mara, a movie that minds the terror of sleep paralysis. Olga Karolenko plays Kate Fuller, a criminal psychologist who's been assigned to a grisly case. A woman has apparently killed her husband in the middle of the night and was walked in on by their daughter. Though Kate initially dismisses the woman's insistence that a malevolent force named Mara is responsible, Kate changes her tune when a demon begins to stalk her dreams. I wanted to like this movie a lot more. The premise is fantastic, because what's more terrifying than facing down death and not being able to even move? And the movie is set up like a mystery, where our hero has to figure out the underlying element for all the people who've been affected and killed by the demon. The main problem is scares. Or rather, a lack of them. While there are some scary scenes and setups, the time between them is extensive. And by the film's end, it doesn't really match the theme. The sleep paralysis scenes are perfect. We see things from an outside perspective, where it looks like someone is violently thrashing, that there are stages to this particular haunting, so we've got a terrifying countdown, and director Clive Tong does a great job of hiding his specters in the scenery and blending reality and fantasy. That's all great but it falls apart at the end because of what the demon represents, so... spoilers ahead. Generally, I'd say this is okay, but you can probably skip it. But for those of you who are curious, let's keep going. For the second half of the film, after Kate learns about Mara and how she operates, she spends the back end of the movie trying to find out how Mara chooses victims. Since many people see Mara and are not actually killed by her, there may actually be some kind of connection, the reasoning goes. This is the mystery element I mentioned earlier. What Kate pieces together is that the demon is fueled by guilt and picks its targets accordingly. One of the targets is a soldier who killed civilians, another is someone who accidentally led to the poisoning of numerous children. Not a bad idea. The problem, however, is twofold. The first is that it ignores a very obvious connection for Kate. It's made clear that Kate feels bad for committing the woman we meet in the opening scene. Now that she knows the demon is responsible and that demon is coming for them both, she's terrified that her decision got this woman killed. What this ignores is Kate's backstory, about her mother who was institutionalized and subsequently committed suicide. Considering the parallel, you'd expect images of her family and mother to creep up and bolster the demon's psychic attack. Instead, the emphasis is on Mara and the family Kate just met. It feels incomplete. The other problem is what qualifies for guilt. The barometer for guilt in this movie is all over the place. Killing an innocent civilian in war and never being punished seems like the right level. But the mom who dies feeling guilty for wanting to leave her husband, and her daughter feels guilty for something that isn't her fault? I get that Mara is a metaphor, but putting all of these things on the same playing field feels off and makes the resolution less impactful. The verdict is a shrug. Despite a fantastic setup and some good scenes, Mara is too slow and unfocused for its own good. 4 out of 10. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World. Stay safe, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.